Speaking of things that I don't need, I'm drinking a vodka, lemon, strawberry, and basil cocktail, also known as Two Chicks. <laughs> it's in my refrigerator. It's probably my wife since she's going to be mad at me for drinking it. But hey, Two Chicks at the same time, man. Hey, this is uh, the Hobbytown Hobbyplex Show podcast here with uh, Will Brinton. Yeah. And uh, I am Alex Sturgeon, manager and uh, race director of the Hobbytown Hobbyplex in Omaha, Nebraska. Will is a uh, team associated J Concepts team driver and machinist extraordinaire. Are you okay? Yeah, we're doing okay. Uh, as always, the show brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show to either uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, and uh, you could get yourself a $500 letter credit or 0.125 off your interest rate if you get a home loan or a refinance. My mustache is looking good. You know how long it is now. Nice. Again. I already I trimmed it once already. It just keeps growing back. Dude, my hair is getting long. I'm, uh, I'm getting close to ponytail. Yeah. Can't wait. I'm going to be a hippie. Long-haired hippie. What? What are you looking at? Your gas truck? Yeah. Jeez. Don't make it <laughs> don't make it obvious or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hey, that's uh that's pretty much what we're going to talk about today. This is pretty much the uh the techno series. We had our finals on um Friday Saturday. Uh, another 200 30 something entry day. I was Friday night. I was like, Oh, we got a whole lot of empty space here. We might not have the entry count. And then we had, I the, didn't think we were going to, yeah. but I think it was because it was too cold out to do anything nice. So yeah. Then we had the entry count anyways. I have some ideas about that. We'll get into that late, maybe a little later. I think we should just keep doing it. It's, it's working. It's working. Everybody likes it. It's working. I don't know if everybody likes it. There were some pretty chippy people saturday night that wanted to leave that were waiting for us to uh to be done with all the giveaways and the prizes and everything at least that's what i felt like because it did it was long you know what you're in for you know i know should we do like a banquet or something instead on sunday after the last one like rent out rent out legends and just do a banquet sunday afternoon and that way when we get done racing we just go home and then all come back together on sunday and hand out the awards and do the drawings and stuff. Yeah, it'd be cool. That would be nice. The awards banquet. I'll bring that up with the owner. Yeah. And see if maybe we'll do it that way. Jay concepts does the, or does those for their super cup. Yeah, and they're they bad to the bone, dude. Yeah. Those look, those look cool. We used to have awards banquets for, uh, uh, go-kart racing and micro sprint racing. Yeah. It was awesome. Like pot, we used to do potluck, but yeah, like, we we go to a restaurant and I honestly wouldn't mind catering if if it's not crazy expensive. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. I don't know. It'd be it'd be cool if we rented a place. Yeah. Legends would do it. I, I guarantee it. We could have it at Legends. It'd be a part it'd be a party, dude. It'd be nice. We should do that. That's a great idea. It would force everybody to stay another night, but if we're getting done it if we got done again at two AM in the morning anyways, what's the difference? Right. I only knew of a few people that drove back home. I couldn't imagine doing that. I'm I'm so old and tired. Like I 
I used to be hardcore. I used to go all the time and stay awake. And now I can't, I can't do that. Comes with age. I'm feeling it when I get, when I get to almost Lincoln, I'm starting to feel it. Mm -hmm. I got the window down. Other than that, I mean, the, uh, let's see who won the cars. So, uh, Eric Wunchel is going to get a buggy as soon as I get one. Um, Mm -hmm. cause I, I, uh, made sure to pull them from our stock. So we had almost everything in stock upstairs because we ordered a few of them and that's what i had to do last year because because techno was out of cars around this time a few cars last year so i just pulled the ones we had in stock and then they sent them to us and replaced them so um the nitro car was one we didn't have and then the e-buggy that went to tyler canine Mm -hmm. and then and then the uh the gas truck went to brian kiever the truggy went to armand charland um, who wasn't there, but you know, I'm, we're a man of our, I'm a man of my word. If, if you made four out of five, you're in the drawing. doesn't matter if you're there or not. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the guy, Oh, the mini truggy went to Colton Hale. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Those are supposed to be for like people that are going to use them, you know? Yeah. Like if I ever won one, I'd just give it away. Yeah. I don't put my name in there. Emerson's name in there. I don't put some of the sponsored, like if Jared was, if Jared was there, I wouldn't, his name wouldn't have been in the drawing. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's like if you're just going to win the kit and sell it, it's like, it's not really what that stuff's for. I've done that. Yeah. Remember I I won that, I won that pro four truck at the hobby Haven race once. And I was like, look, I paid my entry fee and I paid for the hotel to be here. I'm taking this truck. And I I sold it for 300 and something bucks, got my money back for the whole weekend. I mean, I get it, but I mean, that's like your, (laughs) that's like your choice, man. But yeah, I just, I will, never do that. I just, that's not what that stuff's for. I want a Duratrax Evader ST once from the Hobby Haven race, the Nitro one, the Nitro Evader. And I actually played with that thing. Yeah. And that's cool. But like, uh, like if you're going to use it, I destroyed, I destroyed that truck. Like if you get like a race kit and you don't race it, like you can't race it. I mean, what's, that's kind of. And if you do sell it, I mean, you should sell it like heavily discounted to maybe like somebody that can afford it or something. Right. Give somebody a deal. Yeah. Well, that's why we don't put Emerson and I's name in any of our drawings that we do. Yeah. For, you know, just for that reason, we don't, we don't pay Andrew fees either. So. Right. And like Logan, Logan Prismanis wasn't in there because he works for us. Um, Anytime Mm -hmm. somebody worked, you know, Aiden Olson, he wasn't in the drawing. I try yeah. to try to get try to keep it to uh, to the guys that actually pay, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and spend their time there. But overall, I think I think the drawing went well. Um, uh, and then the awards, I got eighth. What'd you get? Fifth? Yeah, you're a badass. Fifth out of all those cars. Not bad. All year long, I'll take it. That, dude, I'm pleased. Like I was, I never even like. Like, I mean, I worked on my stuff, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, I didn't, to be honest with you. I, after the, after the third round, I kind of, I almost didn't feel like racing e-buggy anymore, Yeah, but I, yeah. I did anyways, just, just cause I had it. Well, and then like Saturday morning I overslept and, uh, I, and I didn't bring my e-buggy on Friday. Yeah. Cause I, I was like, eh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to advance any position. I can't. I can't move forward and I can't drop back. So I don't know if I'm going to race it. I I didn't bring it. And then we didn't have 
a ton of gas trucks. So we didn't get gas truck practice. So I didn't practice on Friday night. I was like, ah, I'll just run some in the morning. No big deal. Well, like I fell asleep holding my phone to set my alarm. Like when I woke up at like nine o'clock, I was holding my phone and I like opened it. And then there was like the screen to set your alarm. I was Ugh. like, ah. And, uh, <laughs> brutal. Like, yeah. It's like, damn it. I'm so close. <laughs> so, 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 uh, I was like, well, I'll get there in time. And so I got up there right when practice was over because I live in Lincoln. I yeah. drive to and from Lincoln. So it was an hour drive. Yep. And so I, you know, get ready and get up there. So I, uh, qualified seventh over <laughs> qualified seventh with no practice. <laughs> and, uh, then in the second qualifier, I was going to still be in there, but my, I hit a rock or something in the straightaway and it flipped my car over and broke my wing off. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to unlock my inner Angaro and, uh, and I was doing it. I was doing it well. Yeah. And I crashed and I crashed like an idiot. There were so <laughs> many broken wheels and wings this weekend. Yeah. I couldn't believe we it. Should, Probably we should more find than that, we've seen all year. We should find that broken wing song to play like, over the PA Take whenever somebody these broken wings. Yeah. And learn to fly again. Learn to live so free. Yeah, that one. And we should <laughs> we should find that broken wings song. <laughs> whenever somebody breaks a wing. It'd be funny. I used to play that on my radio show. Uh in high school we had a, a class that was radio broadcasting. And uh uh it 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 cycled every week it cycled through with all of us and we would uh so i had a day and you know all the other guys had a day and that was in my playlist that that's one of the songs that i played and then this girl that uh was in the same class um we were paired together you know i was a dj one day and then she was a dj the other day and then she was um in she was the engineer and she she goes oh they played this song at my brother's funeral <sighs> And she got really sad. And so then I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to play this song anymore. Yeah. So it was, a, it was one of those deals where I was like, oh, geez, I'm so sorry. Why didn't you tell me that like three weeks ago? Hmm. <laughs> so no more broken wings. Stand by for a Patreon exclusive. Hey, guess what I did today? Before we start talking about the techno series for, for in, in depth, I interviewed the new owner today. Oh, wow. At about two o'clock. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So we got about 46 minutes. I promised him 30 minutes to 40 minutes. And uh, uh, so that'll be on Patreon soon. So if you are a Patreon member, you'll have access to that interview um, probably for maybe a month or so, maybe maybe longer. And then uh, I have the new owner. I'm sorry, the old owner uh, lined up for an interview soon. And, uh, I'm excited because, um, I want to have more of those. Like I want you to do some with somebody that Me? you want. Yeah. Somebody that you want to talk to just like okay. a one-on-one thing. Uh, and then I want to do some more one-on-one. I have, I have a list of people that I want to talk to and I'm going to put it on Patreon so that they're getting some value for their money. Then we'll put them on the regular podcasting channel, uh, down the road. Mm-hmm. So. But that was fun. It was really good. Actually, it went really, I, I came, I'm not going to say I didn't come unprepared or that I was unprepared for it, but it was kind of on the fly. You know, the one with Ken, I have to have, he wants questions prior. Mm-hmm. 
because that's I how I do it. Like I when think, we have have guests on, I always send them a list of the yeah, questions we're going to talk about. I, I think Ken just want he he, uh, he wants to make sure I don't spring anything on him that you know he either doesn't want to talk about or you know would be like me where he just blanks on stuff. So yeah, with a classy show like this, you want to know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be on very soon. The winner is. Okay. Well, you want to get into it? It's pretty much all we got to talk about today. It's been a, I know we had, we, we take that first Monday of the month off and, uh, um, we had a good club race, good, good weekend of club racing again last week, but the techno series was really what was, uh, on my mind. I wouldn't say I was stressing out for it. I was actually calm, like uncharacteristically calm Friday night. Yeah. But then, but then Saturday came and I hit when I was done with the entries and I went, Oh my gosh, we actually ended up with more heats. That's what sucks. So last round we had more people or more entries, but less heats because of the classes that were entered. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, this time we had less entries, but because of the classes that were entered, we ended up with more heats. You know, like there was an extra heat of Truggy, for instance. Like yeah. you, you couldn't put, you know, you couldn't make like 13 Truggy in a heat. That would be terrible. So let's get to it. So 238 entries, 125 drivers. So we still had pretty full pits and uh buttload of heats. <laughs> Man, that's a lot. And I'm not complaining. I'm very grateful, actually. Like extremely grateful better than the alternative it is better than the alternative it's just crazy to see where we came because the first time we ever did any of the winter series stuff way back in was it 13 where we did a designated winter series i think so i think we only had 60 70 entries i mean i used to think anything over 100 was was super awesome and now we're we just destroyed that this year mm-hmm. you know what'd you think of the track layout i liked it yeah is it gonna you think it's gonna translate well into this weekend for us for 10 scale for a little while. I don't see why it wouldn't. I thought it was going to be too tight. Like that switchback section with the berm. Yeah. But it wasn't No, like, you know what I mean? Like I, I was like, I saw it was like, man, it's going to be tough. But it was like, eh, no big deal. You know, it was actually kind of cool. Cause you could, you yeah. could kind of rub somebody coming down that little hill. If you did it just right, you could, you could rub them to the outside of that berm and they could, yeah. they, they would have to go all the way around. So it actually, it was kind of like a, um, kind of a two lane deal. Yeah. You know, I never got a chance to do it. I was going to try to put that move on you and then I crashed and like right at the oh, top. Yeah. Then you crashed yeah. and I started pulling away. Yeah, you I? did. I was pulling, I was catching you and Ashton at there for a little while. I was in a zone. Yeah, cause we were, cause we were racing. No, like, I was. We kept racing and yeah, we kept racing and running into each other. Yeah. It was like, we need to quit doing this. So Alex doesn't catch us. No, but even before, <laughs> no, but even before that, I was, I was, there was three, two or three yeah. laps there. I was in a zone and I was, I was actually feeling pretty good about everything. And then I, then I crashed and it just went to heck. Yeah. We were just racing really slow. Yeah. Your, your stuff wasn't good. You weren't that driving that good. <laughs> now you're doing great. I could see you coming. <laughs> Whatever. I'm kidding. God. God. I actually wasn't really driving that well, to be honest with you. Really? I didn't feel I like I was. I thought you were driving really good. You were catching Ashton and I. The middle of the race, I was doing all right. And then after that. 
Anyways, we'll get to that here in a minute. That's that's the last race of the night. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, so we just to put this in perspective, we had a e-buggy F uh, sportsman e-buggy F main, and we had an expert electric buggy F main. So that's a lot of cars. It's a lot of F and mains. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, Sportsman Nitro Buggy A-Main. And this one really got turned on its head. So you had Connor Herrick from the sixth spot taking the win. Lucas uh, Chassau, Chasso from the seventh spot taking second. And then Devin Wright from the second spot taking third. Logan Prismanis had these guys covered. Oh, yeah. He was and doing good. He was gone. He lapped everybody. And then... I know what happened. So he broke, he broke a diff case mm-hmm. with about three minutes, no, two and a half minutes left to go. He broke a diff case and I know what happened. He connected with a lapped car in midair over the big jump and his car landed nose first and tumbled. And then he kept, and uh, it didn't break there, but it did break like a couple corners later. That's where it's broke. That's where it actually broke. That's like the, the worst feeling like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't break it. And then your car's like, oh, sucker, it's there, broke. Oh, there, I'm broke. There was a lot of that, though, this week. This week, There was a lot of Nitro Fun Suck at the end of races. That one was pretty brutal. But I, the crazy thing is it didn't affect his points. He still, he still had him covered. But it was nice to see different faces on the podium again. That's the, I think that's the big takeaway from, uh, from this weekend was just the just the amount of new faces that were on the podiums. So mm-hmm. uh, Mark Dunn was fourth. Keith Vanderheide was fifth. Justin Stevie was sixth. Art Lewis was seventh from the bump up spot. And then uh, Logan Prismanis ended up finishing eighth. Nick Sneathan was ninth. Matt Robinson, 10th and Bill Nichols um, didn't start. So good to see Connor Herrick coming up. I think that was his first time up there this year. Yeah. And he got a sportsman win. He's the brother of uh, Mason Herrick who had another, who had, had a good weekend himself. Yeah. And then expert nitro. So you had no Jared, no Mason, no Ashton, uh, no Caden running nitro uh, this weekend. Cause they, they, they had all their stuff prepped and ready for Nats, which takes place this week in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So um, again, new faces you had, you had a real opportunity here for any one of these guys who's just been hanging out fifth and sixth and, and seventh, you know, to get on the podium. And that's kind of what happened. You had uh, Mitchell Gardner from the four spot uh, took the win. Um, he made round one, but didn't make the rest of them until this one. Yeah. And uh, hey, it looked really good. Real comfortable, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mason Herrick got the TQ and ended up second. Um, and then Graham Hill from the bump up spot um, moved up all the way to, to third. Nice. And he, I mean, he barely had the bump up spot because that B main was very competitive. Oh yeah. There could have been one of like five guys that could have won that race. Uh, Bradley Peterson uh, got fourth. Jordan Kleckler um, also, I believe from the bump spot ended up fifth. Um, Then Eric Fletcher, Jackson Anderson had a really good run going. His engine just fattened up. I guess you were the pit guy. What happened to Jackson? Yeah, I don't know because we ran his we ran his buggy in the break, 
mm-hmm. just to test some stuff or just to try some a few things. Go down there, it's running great, no issues. And then I was getting my my gas truck ready, so Jason Haley started him and put him down, and then I came out to sit him down for the start, and he was saying something to me, and I was like, "Well, what is it?" And he's like, "No, it's fine." I'm like, okay, and so we ran it, and. I don't know if we made the first pit stop or not. I thought we did make the first pit stop and everything was fine. And the, I think after the, the first pit stop, uh, he, uh, ran out of gas. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? How is that? How is that even possible? Like, I thought I, I thought that I ran him out of fuel, honestly. And I was like, when it, when it died, I looked at the clock and it was right at like 14 minutes. And I was like, oh, I didn't run him out of gas. So they throw his car up. I dump gas in it and I start it and get him back out on the track. I was like, that's weird. And so I don't know. I, I have no idea how that thing ran out of gas. I don't know how it fattened up like that. Yeah. Like that just that blows my mind. Like I have never had an engine take that big a swing. Was how new is his engine? Like, did it, did it drop? No, I don't, I don't think that engine dropped. It's nuts. Like okay. it's, it's had two gallons on it. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, and the other thing I was like, maybe that thing's worn out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we ran it lean too long or something and, uh, wrecked it. I have it sitting in my bag. still. I'm going to take it apart and go through it. But, um, I could stick that thing in a call at work and, uh, pinch it. But, I don't know if it's a thing to do or not. I've never, never, never done never it. Never tried doing it before. No, <laughs> you know me. I just buy new stuff. Like, yeah, I don't do that. Well, Jackson, Jackson was the first hard look uh, in, not the first. He was the third uh, mm-hmm. in that main. Aiden Olson also had a really good run going, mm-hmm. and uh, could have had a shot at the win. I mean, him and Jack, Jack, basically it was Jackson and Aiden that were running one and two for most of that race. Mm-hmm. Um, until, well, let me say it for the first pit stop for the fir- first pit cycle, it was Jackson and Aiden and then, um, Aiden's car broke. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson pitted. Yeah. Like, how did he not, how, well, how does that happen? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that. I, I, I forgot that that we even got a pit stop in. Yeah. yeah we got one, one pit stop in. Yep. Oh, Aiden weird was going really fast and was right there with him. And then his car had a problem and it sounded differential to me. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's what happened, but yeah. it was progressively getting slower and slower. And then finally you could kind of hear it. I, I heard it a couple laps previous and I, you know, I mentioned on the, if you watch the live stream and then it, and then he mm-hmm. finally pulled it in and then yeah. Aldi broke too. Um, a little bit early. Um, Robert Rinaldi, but another main for Robert too. That's, he's a good driver, dude. Mm-hmm. Pretty, he's one of the Colorado guys, right? I think so. Yeah. And then Derek Wood, he went home, but he did qualify. So he got his 10th, uh, he got his points. That was nitro. That was a, it was a busy race. Uh, just a lot going on. And again, it was all new faces again, for the most part on the podium for the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't necessarily affect the final points other than Jared missing two. So he was out of that. I think same thing for Ashton. I think he missed two. So he was out of the points as well. We'll get to the points here in a little bit, but then mini truggy and uh, speaking of new faces on the podium, you had TJ Williams uh, getting the win. 
for the nice. last the last race of the of the uh the mini truggy. We mini truggies are so fun. We had a C main and mini truggy again. Not as many as last year, but we had a, we still get a lot of mini truggies. And uh dude, the top five, any one of these guys could have won this race. Yeah. Like it all came down to who crashed last, basically. Because Emerson finished fifth and he was leading like the third to last lap or something crazy like that. And he had it in the bag and then he crashed it away. <laughs> and then uh uh I know Bryson crashed. I know Dane. I mean, they all were just it was it was just a melee there at the end. But TJ was the smoothest out of all of it, and he ended up winning by nine seconds, which how does that even happen? They were so close there at the end. But good job for TJ. That was pretty awesome. He put the fro on the uh on the middle spot. I'm gonna have to give up my fro boy moniker to him, I guess. Oh yeah. Aren't I? I don't know. Am I? Should I? It's up to you. Or should it be Froboy two? There should be another maybe another uh you can be Fro Man. Fro man. You're Fro man. You're Fro man and he is Fro Fro Boy. Doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Uh Nick Poppenfuss from the five spot up to the two. Bryson Pavel from the four spot to the three. Dan Gangler from the three spot to the four. Emerson um qualified. Uh, straight into the A after breaking out his, he broke a front diff case in the first qualifier before it even started. So he had to be in the C main resort and he ended up uh, sixth. Um, but dude, he led this race like three times. It was, it was pretty crazy. And then Tyler Fleming, uh, finished six Connor Herrick, uh, from the 10 to the seven Grant Olson, Chris Sharp, Ronnie went, and then Sean Van Dalen should have won this race. So yeah, this sucks because Sean was gone. So all these guys, these top guys were battling and it was slowing everybody up. And Sean was way, way out in front. And he finally caught up to the tail and lead lap. And I kid you not, I feel pretty bad about this because what happened was as I was announcing what was going on for second place, because it was such a good race, I could see Sean catching up to the tail end of the lead lap. And so I literally turned to start calling for everybody to get out of his way and I heard a pop just a just a loud pop and he landed off the big jump in the back to come onto the oval and somebody spun out in front of him and he ran right into him and broke his truck yeah so he had I mean he had this race he should have won this race kind of by a lot I think if if that wouldn't happen and uh yeah what a bummer um so he had it so Kind of sucks. Not kind of. I mean, that totally sucks. But it's just for me, I was I felt bad because I was just turning to get ready to say, all right, guys, we got to let this car go. And then and then lap traffic got him. Yep. But it happens. It's racing. Gas truck was the next one. We skipped qualifying with you guys because there's only three of you. And yeah. it just saved us arguing for corner marshals or, you know, begging for corner marshals the whole time. I know. And uh, so you missed a lap. Is that what you said? Yeah, I missed a oh, lap. I, know I think happened. I missed the first lap again. I, you know what happened, though? Did I, did, I break, did I break the loop? Yeah, that's my fault again. I'm supposed to reset that, and I, keep, I kept forgetting about it all season long. Yeah. I think I went to go get some water or something, and I came back, and you were in third, and I was like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. No, I, uh, 
I keep breaking the loop with my gas truck. <laughs> I need to reset that. Well, I mean, it's too late now, but it all worked I, out. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it worked out. Um, yeah. So, uh, so you got another TQ and win. You kind of already had this one locked up. So this was more of like, I called it the, um, what's that, what's that thing that they do with dirt oval where they go around and a couple laps with their and wave at the crowd or whatever. A parade, a parade lap. There you go. It's basically like a parade race for you guys. Gas truck parade. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Gardner, um, finished second and Luke Baker finished third. Uh, you and Lucas were the ones that came for the last one that were in the points. Um, I made top five for you guys and it ended up being only four of you that were eligible. Oh, really? But, uh, whatever. I mean, that's, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. I just, I'd, I'd like to see it grow. I think that like to keep it growing, like we just need to keep racing it, but yeah, it just like, we're going to have it at the truck series. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a tough class. Like it's, a. To make just to make that thing live for fifteen minutes is uh you almost should get a trophy for that. Yeah. Gas truck was always that way. It got really hard to race gas truck when eight scale really started to take over things because the all the tracks were built for the big eight scale cars. And I think that's yeah. what killed it off. But I think mm-hmm. a place like ours where I try to build a track that even Plex Beckers can do, I think makes gas truck feasible. Right. No, and it is like our track is like perfect for gas truck, like on an eight scale. Like I think some guys are getting kind of discouraged that, you know, maybe I need to do like a tire setup video or something for, for those, uh, for those trucks or something so that, you know, everybody has good grip and their stuff goes straight when they pull throttle. Do you think a tire like Carver's would be better for the front end on a gas truck? I, no, I don't think so. Not on, not on our track. My, my truck, like everything I've done to it is just to make it consistent to drive for a gas tank, yeah. you know? And it's like, I keep posting the setups and keep doing all the stuff and nobody that follows it. And then they get frustrated with it. You know, and it's like my, my stuff always work, works really good. You know, um, not that you have to run what I'm running, but, uh, at least give it a shot. So you, you know, can finish races. You know, I, I kind of went to the extreme, like I boiled my A arms and, you know, or every, pretty much every plastic part of my truck, I boiled it. So it was softer and you can take my, and I like modified the top plate and you can take it and, you know, bend that whole thing around and it's, it works really good, but all that stuff's posted like, like how you can do it. Um, but yeah, guys are getting frustrated with them. I think maybe a little bit, and um, a couple of guys sold them. But um, it takes takes some dedication to make that. You have to really want to run it. Like it's not easy. Like an eight scale, you can just sit an eight scale down and make laps with it, no yeah. problem. Gas truck is one of those like ultimate tuner classes. If Chad offered to to let me borrow one, if like if that happens for the truck series, mm-hmm. I'll I'll race with you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we can share my starter box if you get an associated one. Yeah. I hear both trucks are good. I, I've never driven a low C one. There was a there was a triple X NT on Marketplace the other day that was actually pretty cheap. Yeah. But I know See, I'm not, like, I'm not like going there though, because then if I break I it, it's it's done. You know? Yeah. Like there was guys trying to do that um like when we first started racing the Ignite trucks. 
And it's like, you know, you're going to pull your G- RC10 GT out and try to run it. And you're stripping transmission gears because everything's dry rotted and, mm-hmm. you know, break an arm and it's broken forever. That kind of stuff. It's like, what are we, what are we doing here? Yeah. But like that truck is so reliable. Like I, I have yet to have any failures with it, you know? I hear you. I mean, we're mm-hmm. going to, we'll stick with it. I, uh, and, uh, I have an idea for next year. We'll talk about that here at the end when we get through. Everything. Yeah. That, that was the thing that scared me the most is like, you know, where, like, where is everybody? But yeah. it just kind of didn't work out for a lot of people to show up for the last one. Like Chad had family stuff and so did Wade and I think a couple other guys did. Yeah. So. Well, we move on to Nitro Truggy and, uh, man, Greg Bommel is the king of fuel mileage. Um, oh yeah, that dude, he always goes 10 minutes and really? it pays off for him. You know, I think, uh, you had Brandon Carney and Nate Sutherland. They finished second and third and they had to pit one extra time. And that was the difference. Hmm. If you look at the finish. So, uh, Greg, actually it wouldn't have been this close, but he literally ran out of gas as he was turning towards the loop and he coasted, to, he coasted to the line. That may have been like one of my favorite races to watch. That was incredible. I was like, his his truck stopped on like right in front of the line, or like his wheels are on the line. And I was like, is it going to count? Did it count? Yeah. And he was like wiggling his wheels back oh, and forth, trying to amazing. pull it forward. And I was like, ah, because <laughs> I heard it, you know, because I'm in the booth and I see it land. I'm like, all I got to do is make this corner, and then it goes, Bleh. and I'm like, oh no! And it already we already had some nitro fun suck earlier in the day. With with Sneathan. Sneathan had it in the bag. He had the the I think the B main to make it into the A main and his truck broke two jumps before the, the loop. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard it on the PA. And it's like, oh my God, like how devastating is that? And then I was mm-hmm. thinking, here we go again. He he he's I've never seen him run out of gas before. And here we are, twenty seconds after ten minutes, and his his car just coasts to line and Brandon and, and Nate are both coming hard to catch him. And it picks him up, uh, 1.1 seconds before Brandon gets there. Um, and that also secured him the back to back truggy championship. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Um, Brandon Carney had a really good, so he started late. He only raced truggy last, last month and this month. And, uh, he's already going really fast. And remember he started off as a, as a hardcore carpet guy. That was, that was his thing. He, he raced up in Fort Dodge. Yeah. Um, so he was, he almost had it, you know, qualified second, finished second. Nate Sutherland qualified third, finished third. He was really fast. Um, Logan, Logan's, Logan's driving really good, man. It's from seventh to fourth. And you kind of forget, I'm honestly, I forgot about, about him in this race. And there was this battle between Logan, Sean and Parker Clemmy, where I thought Logan was getting lapped. And then I looked at the screen and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's actually racing for a position. So, um, Logan and, and Sean Van Dalen finished fifth and they were five tenths of a second apart at the finish. So we had a whole bunch of really close finishes here in the main, uh, Parker got the bump and ended up sixth. Uh, Conrad, uh, Bizey was, uh, seventh. Dan Gangler was eighth. Drew Dawkins was ninth and Robert Rinaldi again. Um, he broke out, but he was up there battling, um, for a while. Uh, in second, actually, um, before his truck uh, quit on him. That was a good race. And then you got your electric races. Uh, Tyler Knine, 
uh, got the win in e-buggy, sportsman e-buggy, Vanderheide, Keith Vanderheide from the eighth position up to second. And then Daniel Bender, he was fast. He just crashed a little bit. Yeah, qualified third, finished third. Logan Prismanis again, qualified sixth, ended up fourth. Um, Gangler dropped down to fifth. TJ Williams uh, bumped up, ended up sixth. Tyler Fleming with the bump up, ended up seventh. Then Bryson eighth, Nick Poppenfuss uh, ninth. Connor Herrick was 10th, and T-Roy Jackson was 11th. And then we'll finish up the results, and we'll go to the points. The chat's pretty busy, so we'll, we'll get to that here in a minute. Um, Expert Electric, uh, Mason Fuller with the TQ and win. Um, Drew Rubin King was second. Caden Fuller was third. These Something, I mean, I we were both in this race, so I didn't get really get to watch it. But I knew something was going on up front because... People were over here clapping and cheering and stuff. So Mason Herrick was fourth. Ashton Abdul was fifth. Nate Sutherland was sixth. You were seventh. Jackson was eighth. I was ninth. And Derek Wood again qualified for the main, but went home. So he got his 10th place points. I pulled over like three laps left to go because I heard the cheering and I'm like, well, I'm missing out on something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I just pulled over and watched the race. And, and then I saw what was going on. They were basically jumping as far as they could go up to the dirt oval trying to pass each other. And I think a couple of times they stuck, it stuck going uh, drew and Mason going back and forth and Caden. Cause yeah, here's Mason. So Mason dropped all the way to third in the middle of that race. And then Mason and drew, if you look at the end of the graph here, they, they changed positions three times at the end. Yeah. That's it was a good, good race. Honestly, I was just happy to make the main because last round I was in the C I won the C and then I got pummeled, hosed, hosed basically in the middle of the B. Oh and yeah! Then, and then I was pretty frustrated after the first round. I mean, you saw it. I was mad at my car mm-hmm. and the way I drove. Yeah. And then Eric Fletcher coming in clutch, fix that. Yeah. Thing Eric Fletcher's like, you just mm-hmm. took your, you took my car over to Eric. And you, can you make this work? And yeah. then he was like, I was like, I was like, Eric, fix it. And he, <laughs> and then he asked me what was wrong, and I was like, "Well, I'm just, I'm like part of it's you're just, like everything, damn it." <laughs> I was just un- part of it was me just not being motivated to race. The other part of it was, and it's a problem I've had all year is just I cannot, I don't feel like I could push my car without it without it flipping over or crashing. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, he put some stuff on. I think he went to a much harder um, a much harder uh, uh, sway bar and. And he yeah. moved, moved some camber links around. I went out there for my second qualifier and it was actually pretty easy to drive. Mm-hmm. So I was happy. Like I said, I was just kind of happy to be there at that point. Yeah. I was and, like, are you glad, glad you raced? <laughs> and you were, you were yeah, glad you raced. I guess. Would have been cooler if I beat you and Jackson, but whatever. <laughs> this week. Dude, my two wheels pretty good. I don't know. My two wheels pretty good. I'm 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 looking forward to ten scale more than you know. I don't know if I can race this Saturday or not. We'll oh, see. Well, that's even better. Uh, and I actually then I actually <laughs> just beat you. Better. And then I actually can beat you by default. That's fine. Oh yeah, I guess. They can't beat you if you don't race. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly, it, this this year for me personally was a grind. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I'll race e buggy next year at all. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think I'm. I'm just going to focus on being race director guy next year. Yeah. Um, Wait. It'd be it'd be neat if I raced gas truck and mini truggy. 
That'd be cool. Mini Truggy. Nah, I'll probably just race the electric eight scale with the new associated eight scale. Oh, there you go. That'd be cool. Let's let's talk about how the points ended up. So, all right. So e buggy, Mason Fuller actually locked it up last round. Um, with a couple like with Jared Tebow not being there, he was out of the points then at that point. So Jerubin King moved up to second, and Mason Herrick got third. Mm-hmm. Then it was uh, Ashton, you, Jackson, Derek, me, Brandon Carney, and Jake Stoltzing got a got a top ten, and then you had uh, uh, Dustin. Uh, just one point out of 10th and Ashley McCormick, just two points out of 10th and Mitchell Pavel was only three points out of 10th. So it was pretty close Yeah, for that 10th position. There were 37 eligible expert e-buggies. That's a, that's a lot when you, I mean, you think about it. Um, gas truck, you had you, you locked it up, uh, last round, uh, with, and you ended up with 503 points total. You didn't get TQ once. That was it. Yep. Lucas Baker uh, finished second. Wade Guerin was third. And Brian, Brian Kiever was fourth. In mini Truggy, it was uh, Drew Rubin King. He locked it up last round. Logan Prismanis getting second. Dan Gangler third. Bryson Pavel fourth. Sean Van Dalen got fifth. I think Emerson. Yeah, Emerson was sixth. John Haas was seventh. I know he's on here. So he actually um, tied with TJ, but TJ had a zero. Um, and if you go to the second lowest score, uh, TJ had an 86 to John's 91. So the, it, the, the thing worked out. Tyler Fleming was ninth and Nick Poppenfuss was 10th. And Ronnie went, uh, was about 10 points behind for 10th. So it was pretty close. Um, sportsman e-buggy had Tyler canine, uh, getting the win. I, th- he won the last two races and I think that's what did it because he only won by two points. And Keith Vanderheide was second. Wade Garing, I believe was leading, but he had a zero. So he dropped a third. Tyler Fleming is fourth. John Haas fifth. Daniel Bender finished sixth. Not, uh, Poppenfuss, Nick Poppenfuss seventh. Brian, uh, Bryson Pavel was eighth. Troy Jackson was ninth. And Dane Gangler uh, rounded up the top 10. There were 36 eligible sportsman e-buggies. That's the biggest prize pool we've ever had for a car, by the way. Yeah. I think it was like, like 70 or 80 names in the hat. Uh, Nitro Truggy had, uh, again, Greg Baumel with an even 400 and, uh, Sean Van Dalen was three points back for second. Parker Clemmy, uh, was third. Logan Prismanis was fourth. Robert Rinaldi fifth. Dane Gangler sixth. Russ Horton was seventh. Armand Charland was eighth. Steve Wall was ninth and Nick Sneathan was 10th. Then you had Nate Will, Chris Nunez, Jeremy Simpson, Doug Hunley were the remaining guys. There's 14 in Truggy, uh, for the prize. Hmm. In expert nitro, uh, Mason Fuller um, got the win there. Um, Mason Herrick finished second. Uh, this unfortunately wasn't even close because it was basically before Saturday. It was Mason, Jared Tebow, and Seth, and so with Jared and Seth not being there, pretty big gap back to Mason Herrick. But second is a second. Bradley Peterson was third. Jackson Anderson fourth. Eric Fletcher fifth. Mitchell Pavel sixth. Parker Clemmy was seventh. Noah Hicklin was eighth. Dustin Hosick was ninth, and Derek Wood got a tenth. Um, about six points back was Robert Rinaldi in eleventh. So, and there was twenty-three eligible expert 
uh, Nitro guys. And then Sportsman, Sportsman Nitro Buggy had Logan Prismanis with the win. And he had uh, a 96 to start the, start the year, but then a 99, 100 with a TQ, 100. So another win. And then a 94, and that 94 was with the TQ. So he finished just three points ahead of Keith Vanderhyde. Uh, Lukas uh, Shasau was, was third. Devin Wright, fourth. Art Lewis, fifth. Mark Dunn, sixth. Eric Wunschel, seventh. Brian Kiever, eighth. Andy Corbett was ninth. And Nick Sneathan was tenth. And Brad Horse was only one point behind for tenth. And Lexi Bolin was only one two points behind for tenth. So it was pretty close. Then you had RJ Wink, Steve Wall, Chris Nelson, Chase Freeze, Doug Hunley, and Colton Tilly. And I think that's it. That's your points. So, again, overall, a pretty full year. That was a lot. Yeah. So here's my idea before we go to a pivot break. Everybody can stew on this for a minute. So next year, I'm thinking we're going to put an entry cap on it at 200 mm-hmm. and do mm-hmm. on- online sign up. Yeah. I think I think at this point we have to. The only thing is, is it's like, hey, if you're going to sign up, you better come. True. You know, no, that's you know. totally true. And that's then that falls on to the guy signing up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's kind of like so some of those guys, they sign up for every single race on RC sign up. And it's like, dude, if you're going to sign up, you better go. Yeah. But, and you know, I'm guilty of it. I, I signed up for that race in Florida for gas truck and I'm, I'm not going to be able to go. Yeah. You know, but I mean, when you, that, that's the first time that I think I've ever done that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm just spitballing. I mean, you know how I do things. I, I, I come up with ideas and then I think about it for a long time before I make a decision. I think that that's probably, if you want to shorten the day, that is the best way to do it because um, I don't think that, I, I think you're going to hurt it if you were to split it up into multiple days, personally. Yeah. But I th- I, I like that if if you know, if that's what you want to do to shorten the day to limit the entries, that would be my, my thing. That That's what I would go for. Yeah. I mean, when we had to do COVID protocol mm-hmm. and, and have everybody sign up online, I mean, that, that basically worked out. I think we, we filled up 75 spots and all those people came. Yeah. And then we had a few guys that asked if they could pit outside and I'm like, Oh, I don't care. You know, yeah, that, that, that's right. fine. So I, I think yeah. I think that might be the way to go. So I also have an idea for I wanted to call it the Misfit series, mm-hmm. and you just you the winter series would go back to uh, Sportsman and Expert Nitro and Electric Buggy. I I still don't think we have enough Truggy entries to justify splitting that up. Mm-hmm. And then you put Mini Truggy Gas Truck E Truggy, so that all these E Truggy guys would be like, how come you don't have E Truggy down there? And then there you go. Now you've got a now you've got a spot for each ruggy. And then something like a Pro Four, you know. I still need a fifth class, I think, but but I don't know what to I don't know what to do with that. But I f- I feel like having that two weeks in between every one of those, so there's space, wouldn't yeah. be, wouldn't be a bad idea. I thought about in the past. I've thought about well, what if we do nitro on one day and electric on the other day? Well, then guys would have to be here for if they want to come for both and they have to be here for both days and cost people more money, especially right now with gas prices the way they are and yeah, and inflation being what it is. Some guys were, I wouldn't be able to come if it was on, or they'd only be able to do the one day because like, you know, 
if you live eight hours away and you work on Monday morning. Yeah. Who wants to drive home super late on Sunday? That's why I've never wanted to do this as a weekend thing. Yeah. You know, right. Making the last one, having a banquet on Sunday, I don't think is it. As long as people can plan, as long as people can plan for it, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's something you can plan for. Yeah. Drive two cars or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, st- I'm going to, I mean, luckily we've got seven months to stew about it. Wait, what are we on? March three. Yeah. So, I mean, I usually put the flyer out in August, so I guess maybe five months. I got five months to kind of mull it over, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I got about a month of peace before the next big thing starts with the ProTech race. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got to get on that. I want to, uh, I, we need a new t-shirt design for the ProTech race. That's what I'm going to start working on tomorrow. See if Mike can design us a good uh, t-shirt. That'd be cool. Yeah, something with flames on it. That'd be cool. Blue flames? Maybe a racing stripe. A blue flames and a racing stripe. Yeah. We can do that. That'd be cool. All right, Richard, we'll take a pivot break. How long is it? Is it enough for me to go pee? Oh, yeah, we're good. Okay, oh, so... so close. Uh, so... 425. We'll, we'll take a pivot, <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll come back... And we'll discuss the chat. It was pretty busy in there, and uh, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll go home. I'm already at home. No, oh, that's true. I'll, I'll go home. Whatever. Okay. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group, and today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in, in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities at a certain rate, a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade and has been uh, one of the big catalysts for inter- driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that Not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that it will be more driven, rates will be driven by the private sector. And inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, We also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation comes higher interest rates, higher returns on everything across the the financial industry. So between the inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then uh, the rates in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? 
it allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023, you're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office, complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate, even without finding a home yet. And you'll have 60 days, so two months to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days. If you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close or during that closing process, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised how many houses, uh, what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. Uh, With rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down And you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying uh, within a higher rate environment. And so, you know, there are going to be fewer buyers and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So the positive of a higher rate environment and all the things we're talking about, as well as the shop and lock program does benefit the folks out there that have been out of the market and unable to find anything or put cash down to be that cash buyer. So we're excited to see the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So uh, Shop and Lock program is fantastic for you guys. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call, 402-881-5951. Shoot me a text. Just make sure that you put your name on there. And the best way to reach you, whether it's via text or email, and we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. This is a Hobby Plex Show breaking news announcement. Wow. Uh, I was just getting ready to say something funny and then i saw this from uh southeast wyoming racing club the place that holds the uh um cheyenne shootout mm-hmm. uh we must announce that as of june 2022 we will no longer have the rc track located on converse ave in cheyenne it's uh, city land and the city's taking it over to use it for something for city something something are they gonna give them somewhere else to go doesn't look like it. Um, Man. What does that mean for the track? Well, we are working with the city and county officials to try and find a piece of land suitable for a new location. While we have a few options for the biggest hurdles we face is the money, uh, as always. It's uh, uh, the money to get everything set back up. Water, electrical, driver stand, pit lane, blah, blah, blah. Um, They're still hoping to have the Cheyenne shootout, looks like. So that's good. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one because I was actually planning on going again this year. You know, last year I took I I took vacation that week with full intention of going to that race with Emerson, and then Emerson did that that motorcycle thing. Yeah. So, man, I completely sympathize with that. We were we used to run into that kind of stuff in Lincoln all the time, running the Lincoln 
club yep. run track on city property. Yeah. And you know, those, those guys, it's always been talked about that they're going to move, uh, the track cause the city wants that land to put a parking garage on or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, they uh, are going to give them somewhere else to go. They're going to take it away without giving them somewhere else to go. What that entails for them to have to, fund, you know, I don't know if they have to pay to, you know, pave a new new strip of asphalt or what. But I mean, uh, I remember Hobbytown footing the bill for the Lincoln track to get water. That was a yeah, big exactly. deal. I mean, that was a big deal. That took a lot of convincing to get um, Hobbytown corporate home office to to do that. So it's like, yeah, they're giving a new place to put a track, but are they going to help pay for the stuff that they're destroying to kick them out of there? Mm-hmm. Kind of sucks. Or it'd be nice if they reimbursed Hobbytown for that stuff and then Hobbytown could reinvest it. Like, hey, we paid for all this. Yeah. But I don't know. Super Chat. I missed it earlier. I totally blanked. Uh, Nick Nuthouse gives a $20 Super Chat. And he put... Really? Because... Why the hell not? That's all it was. So uh-huh. it wasn't even a question. So Margie Thanks. put me up for $10. <laughs> yep. Super chat. Uh, and then we just got one from uh, Renault. PETA? PETA. So as they say in Canada, peace out. He broke his uh, B74.1 battery post. All force. All force is on only one. Should he use the original two screw strap? Uh, tape it in. That's what I do. Yeah. You don't necessarily I, need I a tape battery, the battery strap, in. right? No, I, I tape my battery in. I just use, uh, like two, two strips of this stuff on each end of the battery and then just tape that bad boy in. That's what I do. Hmm. Clean it with like some alcohol or something first. Yeah. And, uh, and just leave it in the car. You want to see what I got? Why? I got an Ahsoka bobblehead toy. Oh, it's a, it's a McDonald's, um, toy. I found it at, uh, I went to a game store today here in Omaha. Mm-hmm. I was, I was checking out a competition just to see what they do. And, uh, this, mm-hmm. this particular place has an enormous collection of toys, like nostalgia used and new toys. Peter, you would be amazed by the collection that they have for sale. Like, there, there's that place down the street from my house called Toys from the Past. Yes, I've been wanting to go there just to check it out. But the, but these guys, holy crap, there's so much. I mean, if I had money, I would have bought a lot of stuff. I could have bought a lot of stuff today. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I just couldn't do it. I, I This was $3, so I bought this. And then I bought my sister a Star Wars uh, thing. Star Trek, sorry, Star Trek thing for 10 bucks. But I could have bought a lot more stuff. Yeah, you and Margie should come down for like a late lunch when I get off work. Yeah. Then we should go over there. That'd be cool. This place had it's it's a Hasbro, Hasbro Tech or something like that. It's a it's a special Hasbro toy. It's a Razor Crest, Mandalorian Razor Crest that's like five feet long. It's a it's a huge mm-hmm. toy. Nine hundred and fifty bucks to buy it. Ooh. They have all, like the full like at that Toys from the Past place. They have full on like GI Joe, like like the huge. I don't. I never played with any of that stuff, so I have no idea what it is. They have like I I'll send you pictures of it. Uh, I took pictures the last time I was in there. Yeah, they have like a whole like not life size, but I think it might be half scale. Uh, what is it like the 
the Walker things in Star Wars. Yeah, the ATAT. What are, or ATST? What? Yeah, like the big yeah. walkie things. Mm-hmm. They have they have one of those in there. Yeah, dude. This place that I went to today had a completely intact uh, Kenner um, Y wing. They wanted two hundred fifty bucks for it, which that'd be pretty awesome to have, but not for two hundred fifty bucks. It's like a garage sale find. Yeah, I've I've spent more on stupider things. I know. Me too. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? All right, let's go to the chat. Hey, did you know that this is episode ninety nine? By the way. Ooh, that's cool. Next, next one is a hundred. We should do a giveaway of some sort. Yeah, we I'm, should give something away. I was thinking of a of a of a car. I'll figure out what I what I have. I might pull some from my personal collection for that. I don't know. Maybe I got a body. Maybe kind of kind of neat. Don't you think? Think anybody wants one of my bodies? I have a boatload of bodies. Maybe we could do that. I could do that too. I was thinking a car though too. Yeah, it will do three things. Okay, and we'll figure it out. I have an e buggy e buggy body I could part with. I'll think about it and I'll announce it. Uh, I'll announce it midweek. Okay. Let's see. Steve RC said good number ninety nine. Uh, Peter Renault says congratulations. Uh, and thanks, Will Brinton. That was from Peter. Here's a good question. Jason Haley, will there be any control tires for the two big races at the Plex? That would be a no. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, Jay Concepts made it a point to point out that they're not going to do any sort of controlled tire for you, even their carpet racing. Oh, really? Yeah. So that would be a negative for all that. Um, so, nope. No, there's not. I've found that Unless it's the Nats where it's required for the stock classes, uh, control tires almost turn off people, it seems like. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you'd have to do it for everybody and you have to limit the sets and it just, it just becomes a policing nightmare. Here's something I do want, though. I, I do want to hire a tech guy, a legit tech guy this year for both of our races, for the Pro Tech and for the INS. Yeah. That'd be nice. The problem is, is finding somebody because everybody says, oh, we should have tech, blah, 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 But you can never find somebody to actually want to go out of their way to do that. Yeah, you should see if you could hire like somebody that does tech. Bob or somebody. Yeah, like Bob. I was going to email Ingersoll, see if he'd be up to it. I'm not sure what, yeah. his, what his health situation is right now, but I mean, he he's always a go-to guy. You get like, some somebody like Paul Amino or something too. That'd be cool. Mm. <laughs> Jason says, yeah, Alex drops his radio. I've never thrown my radio. I know better than that. If I'm going to throw something, it's going to be a car because you can replace parts on a car. Can't really replace a radio. Will made some big impressions with his lipo this last weekend. Was that your lipo? Who said that? Jason? Haley? Oh yeah, I gave uh I gave I let Dustin Hosek borrow a shorty lipo pack for uh his e buggy. Oh. Like this the brick battery or whatever. This is like the same as two saddle packs or two two shorty packs. Yeah. I let him borrow that because he was like struggling. I was like, dude, just put this in your car. It's like two hundred grams lighter. He'll drive better. He's like, Oh, I don't know. He's like, I don't I don't want to buy anything. It's like, dude, just use it. Like just use it and give it back to me and whatever. And so I let him use it and he's like, do you want to sell that battery? Like after his race, cause he, <laughs> cause he, he was like so close he to make it. He, he outqualified yeah, you. He, 
Yeah. Well, I broke, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, no, he did really good. And he, he was like, Holy cow. Like he jumped up like three mains or something. Yeah. And, yep. uh, uh, I was like, there you go, dude. Like, he's like, do you want to sell it? And I was like, ah, I can't sell it. So, um, well, you borrow it. So I let him borrow it, um, for the rest of the day. So mm, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Steve RC says, I see a main as a clear body for an RB 10. Are you getting some for the store? Can you order me one at least? I actually have a whole bunch on order, both from a main and from, uh, um, horizon. So mm-hmm. what were you going to say? I cut you off. No, but so ho- hopefully he buy it, buys a, a Reedy shorty pack. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. How cat did it go yesterday? And it was DST weekend too. I don't know what that is. Uh, Colton did beat his dad. Uh, Colton uh, Hale. Oh yeah. Beat Cameron Hale when uh, Logan told him to. He was on the. Uh, he was watching the live stream. Uh, Jason says we need to coin a word for a group of RC cars. Gaggle is a fun word to say. It's just not proper, which is true. A gaggle is a, a bunch of news reporters at a press event. Um, I'm sure the two of you can come up with something. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I like saying gaggle. It's a fun word to say, but it is, it is, it's just true. It's not really a bunch of cars. is not really a gaggle. I'll, I'll think of something nice. I'll think of something good. Uh, Demonic Wolf 69, which I nice. think is Chris Nelson, one of our Patreon members, Yay! says uh, Gas Truck 2 for the Summer Series. No. Uh, uh-huh. We already have too many classes, and uh, Summer Series is electric. So, Truck Series. That's what the Truck Series is for. Yeah. Um, mod Truck. I got Mod Truck for the Summer from the Truck Series. Yeah. And I'm buying a new slash here pretty soon. Stock slash. Everybody should have a stock slash. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm building a, a truck, but I don't know if like I should just build two. Build a mod truck and a stock truck. Just change the motor out. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah. But the setups will be different. Just have one for INS and then have one for, for us. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, Peter Renault says a crash of RC cars. And then Jason Haley says, how does he know this? I forgot that Jason's like, a, got a, like a doctorate, uh, crash is a group of rhinos. I had no idea. <laughs> That's funny. I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah. Caleb sweet says, how about an assembly, an assembly of RC cars? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I want to make a new word. Caleb Sweet says, I want to race two-wheel drive buggy with a bandit. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Bandits are uh, not very good for racing. Yeah. Imagine a bandit winning over a B6-3. That would be cool, right? Mm. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool, but uh, unless you're Ryan Mayfield, I don't think that that would happen. Yeah, I don't even know if that happened. If I don't even know if, yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure about that. Maybe if, depending on who he is racing, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what time does Tiny uh, Tiny Tuesday start? It starts at officially six, but we've had people there earlier. So 
if uh if we get enough then uh we uh we start a little bit earlier but officially the crawling is supposed to start around six and the racing starts at seven so i actually got to go put that course back now that uh now that this is over i think i'm gonna leave that course up for the summer series we never have the pitting problem that we do for the summer series like we do no. for the winter series right you know i think everybody just packs it in a little tighter for the summer series well you aren't bringing like three bags of stuff to race two cars and you know yeah that, that whole thing that's true um is tiny tuesday back tomorrow it is we are we are back to regular schedule um Shasau says that uh, one day event is better, for sure. I agree. Um, not not ever going to make it a weekend thing. That'd just be it'd be too too much money to spend once a month. You know, unless you want to. That's the thing. Like people can come Friday and spend the night. You know, and race Saturday. And if they want to stay till Sunday, that's up to them, I guess. Does anyone use a tire gluing jig? Just just my hands, baby. Yeah, I don't. Maybe, man, I could kind of see how the eight scale ones are kind of cool, but for ten scale, I'm so I'm. I think that if I if I did more tires, I would want one. Practiced, I'm so practiced in the method of gluing tires for ten scale cars. I don't really worry about a jig or anything. Yeah, I think I could probably just glue eight scale tires quicker without one. Yeah, personally, but I don't know. I've never used one, but I am pretty quick. Uh, the old fashioned way. I did have a tire come off. Did you know that? When? My my e-buggy in the main. Oh, really? My uh, front right tire was starting to come off. Did you use that one glue that I tell you not to use? No. I, really I didn't actually. Oh, really? Huh, yeah. Weird. Um, how many guys run mini truckies a second class just to pass the time during the long race days? Um, I don't know if it's just to pass the time. I, I think... You got a few that run it as a third class just for something else to do. But a lot of the guys that run mini truggy are pretty focused on it. You know, they like it. Uh, Shasso says he only runs e-buggy to fill some time. Yeah. I think it's, that's more common. I think if you're running, if, if you're only going to show up with one nitro car, oof. You know, yeah. they, I like Matt Mosier, like poor Matt Mosier was there running sportsman e-buggy. And that was his only class Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, oof, that, that, I would be bored out of my mind waiting for the, for waiting for my heat to come around. Yeah. Um, what about a novice class just to split things up? I Here's the thing about the techno series and a novice class. The techno series, unfortunately, we already go so late. We already have sportsmen. So as, as much as I would like to see some sort of novice class, it's it's kind of the it's been the wrong environment, I think, for a novice class, because inevitably, novice racers tend to take a little bit more time, like Friday nights, right? Like you mm-hmm. would like to get through. If we have four heats of novice or or plex spec, you would love to get through those four heats of plex spec in about what thirty minutes? Yeah, and that never happens. Well, it's more like fifty. The other thing too is like with those big heavy cars, you're going to have a lot of new people getting discouraged, getting run into by faster, bigger, heavy cars, getting and breaking their stuff. Yeah. 
And then you're going to have the guys that are going fast, running into them, getting frustrated too. And it just isn't, it isn't a good environment. It isn't a learning environment. Like that's the way I look at Friday night, family Friday off-roads. It's a learning Mm -hmm. environment of how racing is supposed to be. Yeah. And you learn, you know, Marshall then Marshall, yeah, etiquette, being on time, mm -hmm. all the, all the basics. And then when you graduate, you're ready to go and race anywhere. Right. So, um, that, that environment, you know, it's like, we have like pretty much a, uh, uh, a regional Nats or something like every month. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go to Aurora nationals uh, and race a beginner class. That's why they don't have a beginner class. Right. That could be a fifth class at the Misfit Series, a, a, a nitro, nitro plex spec. Yeah, I figured it would something like that would be. I never even thought have. about that. Mm-hmm. That would actually make more sense. Nitro spec. Yeah, nitro spec. That's a good name. Super chat. Did Will get the super chat from Saturday? Shh. Come on. What super chat? <laughs> There's a super chat on Saturday for There's me. There's a big I went super, super chat. chat. Big super chat for you. I think Nuthouse gave it to you. What? Yeah. What was it? It's 20 bucks. Really? Yeah. It'll, it's it's on your tally for, for next month when I get my uh, when I get the YouTube oh. money. Why did you put me down for $20? <laughs> Here's another one. Did Will get the pogs? Dude, Steve is just turning everybody in. I didn't get the pogs. <laughs> no pogs. I'm pogless. <laughs> <laughs> some people know what that means <laughs> but yeah I'm, 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 i don't have any box peter renault says that he just threw out a box of those bobbleheads that came with a bunch of old star wars books and records i just paid three dollars for mine so yeah you, you would have been tens of dollars ahead if you just sold them down <laughs> yeah uh that might be it let me see oh wait here we go Steve said you were talking about how late it was Saturday. We also lost an hour of sleep. Yes, I realized that. You know how I realized that? Because when I got in my truck, uh, I'm one of those people that never changes their clocks in their car. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was an hour behind. And then I got in my car and I went, oh, shit, it's actually 3.15 right now. Yeah, my clock's <laughs> like, right. Like uh, My clock's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. I so. do. I'm the same way. I never change it. Yeah. And like andy or scott will be in my truck or my car and they're like why don't you change this they just like start screwing with the radio to to change the time because they think it's an hour one way or the other yeah (laughs) it's never change it uh tom smith says how about a buttload a buttload of cars yeah 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 did you know that ari Ari shafir ari shafir uh defined a buttload as how much poop you can poop into a plastic bag Also, this is another episode where we have, we almost went the entire time without mentioning poop. God, we're so childish. Some people's kids, I tell you. Uh, Douglas Hodge is on here. What's up from Michigan? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Jason Haley says, my favorite is a group of giraffes. It's a tower, a tower of giraffes. I didn't know that. That's I didn't know cool. that either. That's amazing. How about a skid? What about a skid of racers? That's interesting. Like a pallet. Oh, pallet of racers. That's even better. Okay. Well, that wraps up yet another series. Boy, like I said, it's about a, I get like a, I get like a four weeks of kind of, of kind of just chilling and not really worrying about anything. And then it's, then it's, uh, the pro tech race. 
mm-hmm. where the pressure's on again. So yeah. here's another one. How about a barrel? A barrel of racers? Ooh. Or a swarm? Oh. A swarm of RC cars? Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Is there another word for a hor- hor- uh, a uh, swarm of bees? Like, uh, I'm sure Jason Haley knows. Yeah, I'm sure Jason Haley knows this one too. Yeah. <laughs> for nitro, it would kind of work. Yeah. Like bees kinda, and yeah. like they sound like bees. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, once again, uh, thanks to Pivot Lending Group for uh, sponsoring the show. That's how we can come to you weekly. Um, so if you're in the market for a new home or you want to refinance, pretty good time still to, believe it or not, to uh, cash out some equity. That's what my wife and I did last year. So. Yeah. Hey, cash me outside. Yeah. Um, make sure that uh, you mention our show, get a hold of Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, you get a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off of your interest rate when you get a homeowner refinance. So, all right. Well, I guess, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Episode yeah. 100. We'll, uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure We'll, we'll get a thing. Yeah. We'll get a thing. We'll figure it out. Bye. All right. See you guys. Thanks for being you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>